0: This is a Mr. Thrive Media production. I, Jonathan Boring, have interrupted this program to introduce my own podcast. It's called The Social Spice Podcast, and it's a show covering the ever-growing topic of social media marketing, and just how a few simple tweaks to your digital outreach can change the entire course of your business. Let's get you cooking with fire. Again, the name of the podcast is The Social Spice Podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform. And remember, we're here to help. I don't know about you guys, but last night I slept really well because that amazing carb coma from the delicious stuffing and turkey and pie and oh my goodness, Thanksgiving was bomb. Today is Black Friday and we have a great weekend ahead of us, one that should be filled with relaxation and maybe even a little bit of exercise to work off the calories from Thanksgiving dinner. But while you're doing that, while you're exercising, while you're relaxing, it's a good time to check out Selena Elise Fraga's episode on her music. She has this phenomenal talent of not only just producing and you know creating these, these songs with her, her beautiful lyrics, but really her greatest talent is being genuine and down-to-earth. Unlike anything you've ever seen, she's vulnerable, she's beautiful, and she brings it all on a silver platter for you in this amazing episode, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Also, I'd like to say that we just held an amazing Friendsgiving networking party. Our next networking party is to be released very soon. If you go onto our website, you can find the date for our event. Currently, we are awaiting results on what day is best for our December holiday networking party. It's going to be absolutely amazing. The reason why we are awaiting results is because we want to make sure that everyone can be there at the best time possible. In doing so, we have a special announcement that we are not going to announce here. Otherwise, if you would like more information on the event, you can go on our website, www.mrthrive.com. That is mrthrive.com. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce you all to Selena Elise Fraga. You have stumbled upon Mr. Thrive, Stars of Tomorrow, where together we will discover emerging artists,
1: singer, songwriter, and actress, Selena Elise
0: Fraga. Selena, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today?
1: First off, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I'm doing so well. How about yourself? How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. I'm just really glad to be sitting with you today. I mean, as much as I can be sitting with you virtually, that is. But... Um, yeah, we've kind of witnessed a crazy week. We're not going to get too into it that, because that's not the focus of the podcast. But now that we're here, you know, I'd love to talk with you just about this amazing project that you were able to put together and produce. First of all, did you produce it or did you produce it with someone else?
1: I wrote all the lyrics on my album, played a couple instruments, gathered all the beats slash instrumentals that you hear. I spent countless hours searching for that specific sound. You know, I wanted a little bit of R&B, some trap, some happy-go-lucky kind of sounds. And uh, I found everything that I was looking for. And it was just me and my sound engineer in the studio. He recorded all my vocals and he did his thing behind the mixing board. And he really helped me and my music come to life.
0: And so this album that we're talking about, this project that I just described is called Shine, and it's available on Spotify and all music platforms, right?
1: Right. All music platforms, including iTunes, YouTube. It's a super easy search. Type in my artist name, Selena Elise, and my album Shine should come up.
0: I would love to know what was the inspiration behind because I've listened to music to the album Shine, and I just I really enjoyed it. In fact, before you even answer that question, I just want to play one song right now for everyone to listen to and just enjoy
2: you know when people hit you up and they have nothing nothing to do but kill your time and place to go future to see now i have this goal this dream this vision no one's stopping me, my time's my energy, yeah. Coming, there's no limit, it's going fast, I see who's with it, live your life light an ambition, don't waste my time, I feel you get me, don't gravitate my eyes, distraction, I get this feeling that you're not right for me, I get this vibe and I can't ignore it, you got me feeling all nice and special, but all you wanted was to get on my level, Chasing good vibes. Let me tell you, I'm loving, I'm loving, I'm loving this life.
0: So what was, what was your inspiration for that song, Vibe, and so many of your other songs as well in this album?
1: First of all, I'm an actor first. I've been pursuing acting for many, many years. And that's the only thing that I was just focusing on. So I've been to many agency and manager meetings throughout my whole time here in LA. And it has all led up to Shine. To give you some of the few examples that have happened in these meetings, which I haven't really talked about. I'm going to go a little deep on this one. So bear with me. So. I would go inside meetings and people would just look me up and down and just say, you're too fat, you're too chubby, you know, you're not the right size. And then I'd come home, I'd flip my TV on and I'd see girls just like me or bigger. And I'm like, okay, what's the problem, you know? There are other cases where I wasn't Latina enough. Like I had to come back another day and do the monologue again And this time, if you're not dressed as a chola, a criminal, an immigrant, maid, or a single mom, you're not going to get the role, and you're not going to get signed.
0: What the hell? Okay. That's terrible. Everything so far that you described is just terrible so far.
1: Yeah. I was just so tired of being stereotyped, and I just feel like us Latinos, we have way more to offer um, than these roles that they always put us in. It's just very sad that I'm not accepted if I don't come into the room with an accent, hoop earrings, and a, a face full of makeup.
0: It's, it's pretty inspiring. You went through something pretty toxic, yes. uh, where people just judged you. In that world, in general, the agency world, which I, you know, have only kind of tipped the, I touched the iceberg in, just because I was an intern for an agency once. It's a toxic workplace. Uh, I've seen people come in and out of different meetings you know crying and the the personalities that a lot of these agents have they're taught to be assertive they're taught to never apologize you know they're taught to very you know very much be um a certain like like almost like stoic figure to emotion Mm -hmm. like they're stoic to emotion itself so they cut out the personal and they make it very much about that no i've earned my place and thus i'm entitled and thus i belong here what are you going to do about it that's very much the attitude of the agency world, which you, you know, you were funneled through yeah. in this very, you know, harmful way. And yes. there are tons of people who have experienced what you've experienced. It's pretty relatable. Uh, so I'm, I'm so sorry that you experienced that, but I'm so glad that the result was this album because it truly is inspiring.
1: Thank you. And I only hope to inspire, you know, um, I just feel like this topic nobody talks about. And it's real, this whole toxic energy that goes around Hollywood. Um, I was kind of afraid to come up here and talk to you about these things because I haven't really shared a lot of these experiences with people. You know, I love acting so much that I just, this the thought of going into another meeting to just to be teared apart was not something that I wanted. I didn't fall in love with the business aspect of it at all and that's why shine is just so bright and the the colors of my album are they're just so vibrant because i feel like that is my soul and i just felt like everybody also hated my name every time i would go into a meeting and people were like oh selena elise fraga like what either they hated my first name or they hated my last name I'm very proud to be using my birth given name. For my acting, I go by my full name, Selena Elise Fraga. And for my singing, I go by Selena Elise. And I'm putting my foot down and no one else is gonna mess with my name any longer. They try to control my vision. There was just a lot of negativity and I had to, it came to a point where it was really affecting my mental health and I just couldn't take it anymore. So that's when I went inside my room and I started writing the first song of my album called shine and then that's basically how it all happened and those are just a few of the things that has happened there are way many more events that went down but one day when I'm ready I'll gladly share it with the world I only hope to inspire people with my album which is about positivity self-love knowing your worth and just feeling enough I want people to go out there into the world and not be afraid to shine in their own way.
0: There's something really interesting. You described like the colors of your soul. Like you were saying like the colors of my soul are very vibrant. Um, Can you kind of elaborate on that? Because I would like to know what that exactly means. I think that's a really poetic way of putting it. Very songwriter way of approaching that question.
1: (laughs) So when I was going through all of that, a feeling of like not worthy, not enough um just exhausted and dark and lost i was feeling all of those and i am the complete opposite of that you know and i was letting it affect me to where i was becoming negativity and i'm not that i am i love bright colors yellow pink blue like bright green just all of those colors and i just really use that as my way to describe my album in a very visual way. You know, if you don't listen to my album, if you see the cover of it, you're like, whoa, this girl's happy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm (laughs) smiling, like, I'm smiling on my album. And uh, some guy, some guy was like, Wow, you know, you don't really see a lot many artists smile on the cover of an album. They're always so serious and mysterious. And I was like, "No, I want to be the opposite of that. I want to be me, and this is me, you know, just very um positive. I've always been that, and that's what I'm going to showcase because I'm tired of the negativity around here."
0: So, right. Yeah. So speaking of other artists, do you have a particular artist that you're inspired by? Oh,
1: man. Ah, oh, I feel like I You know, I get that question a lot, and it always changes because new artists constantly come into the industry. Um, but number one will always be Selena Quintanilla. I don't know if you've heard of her.
0: I, I'm afraid I have not, but that doesn't mean I won't <laughs> listen to it. In fact, by the end of this episode, it's, very pos- it's a high possibility that the, by the time people are listening to this, I'll have listened to her. Sounds like a really... I love her name already, by the way, just alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should totally check her out and... I get Alicia Cara a lot. A lot of people say, oh, your music or you remind me of Alicia Cara, which that's amazing. Such a compliment.
0: You know what I think you should do? I think you should create a Spotify playlist of just all your favorite songs and like, like mixed in with your songs as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this, like you're contributing to a certain sound. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and then start start like advertising that playlist and people start getting on the Selena Elise Fraga uh playlist you know Mm -hmm. I think that'd be so cool are you gonna do that
1: yeah shoot why not (laughs) that's a great idea
0: yeah no I think that'd be such a great way to put your music out there um because you got you got some great sounds that are inspired by a lot of really great stuff and to kind of talk as well about like album art like specifically just about the album art alone like yeah a lot of like I had that impression too when I first saw the album art uh, I did not get that impression of, oh, this is a person who's been through something pretty toxic in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, wow, damn, she is happy. Like, those are some happy colors, you know? <laughs> um, but, you know, compare that to like something like Adele, right? All of her covers are like black and white, yeah. the very thin font that looks kind of fancy. Yeah. And she's not smiling one bit. It's more like, It's more like, look at my skin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Look at the quality of my skin is what the album art really screams to me. You know? There is a certain element of your album that's very much about self-empowerment. Yes. And in your journey, you had to make a decision for yourself to give yourself that power. There are people listening to this podcast who struggle with that. What kind of advice would you give people?
1: Everything. Everything that you will ever become is already in you. You, it's already there. You hold, everyone holds so much power. We just don't, you know, we don't allow it to flourish. Shine, yeah, it's new, but it's always been in me. My story, it has always been evolving up until this moment for me to be able to come out with this album, but all of these lyrics, I've been writing this album throughout my whole life, I feel. And then now I've put it down on paper and I've given it to the world. We all don't give each other and ourselves enough credit, especially when it comes to your dream. You only have one life. Go for it. YOLO. YOLO. (laughs) YOLO, I missed that (laughs) thing. This album, it was very hard for it to even become a thing because I was very afraid and fear. Is such a big, big word and feeling that I just really encourage people to just kind of let that out the window, throw it out the window, and just know if you're yourself, it is the most beautiful thing you could ever do for yourself. The world, everyone is just so different, everyone is so unique. And um, if you're your best self, You're just offering, you're giving the world so much. It's such a gift. So I just really encourage people to do things that light their soul on fire. It could be the most smallest thing. If cooking is something you love, do it. If you want to go out there and, I mean, whatever it is, follow that. You don't want to be in such a low vibrational place. Go to those places, go to those people go to that mindset to where the you comes alive.
0: Wow, quote of the year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love that so much, that was great. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 so motivational. And I love the idea of being your best self is a favor to everyone out there. And I feel like, I think everyone who is listening to this, I think it wouldn't be normal for anyone in general, to not have experienced depression in their life. Giving yourself the permission to open up and to be your best self when, you know, very much Some like specifically with acute depression, mm-hmm. with acute depression, a lot of it's about a suffering that you don't even realize is your choice mm-hmm. to not suffer. Yeah. It's just because you're currently in that mindset that tells you that you're not good enough. So why should you grow? Right? And it's you're right. Without even realizing it, so many people who are depressed are on the cusp of a light switch turning on, and that light switch is a paradigm shift, an epiphany that takes them out of that place of suffering. Yeah. Uh, and I think that 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 happened to you when you when you left that last agency that you, that that pretty much spit on your reputation, that just spit on your your self esteem, and you started to take charge.
1: You know, after that meeting, I went home and I cried, obviously. I cried and I was looking through magazines and I was just like, man, I need to be her. I need to look, you know, I need to look like that. I need to do this and I need to do that. And I'm just like, no.
0: Was there anyone along this journey that you went through that helped you tremendously grow?
1: Oh, my gosh. Great question. Everyone. Even to the people that have backstabbed me, to all of those people, all of those people in those meetings have helped me. If that, if those people didn't tell me those awful things, I would have been, I wouldn't have grown as a person. You know, I really, everyone, my family, my friends, um, a random guy on the street giving me something from kindness. Just, I feel like every single person in my life from a stranger to somebody personal plays such a major key role in my life. It just, that's how I look at it. There's just such a big picture to it all, all leading to a purpose.
0: God damn, you're inspirational. (laughs) (laughs) And I I react this way because I'm really moved by the story, but also because um, I know that, especially with how I personally handled my depression, I wouldn't be able to do things without other people involved in it, other people to to extend the olive branch or other people to just uh, show me empathy, show me a certain sense of mercy. Yes. Um, here's a specific example with me. It's something that happened where I was in that, that mindset where I hadn't had that paradigm shift yet. Mm-hmm. I was at one of my lowest uh, depressed points to the point where when I was in public, putting on a smile uh, was just to fit in. And, um, I really couldn't, I didn't like myself. I didn't like that. I didn't feel like I had any worth. This is around 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. When, um, part of it was, I just didn't quite know where to even start in this industry. And then on top of that, uh, you know, trying to get on different crews for different productions on a consistent basis. Like my friends were, I was Mm -hmm. comparing myself to them. I, Uh, really uh, just wasn't, I I wasn't being healthy either. I wasn't, you know, on a regular basis exercising or I wasn't eating well. I was still living living with my parents and I had just spent four years in college living on my own, feeling like an adult. And then I spent two months traveling Europe. And then when I came back, I came back to being babied. Mm. And that's even more emphasized when you're an only child because all the focus is on you. You're living with your parents and you don't want to be babied. You, You don't want to text your parents where you're at when you leave the home and you leave the nest according to mother bird right <laughs> so so that's how it felt it felt like um all these all these rides and all this growth that i had just made was taken away from me so that's why i was really depressed and my dad this one game this one day you know he took me to a dodger game mm-hmm. um and we went to the dodger stadium and i remember on the drive there my dad's trying to give me advice and i probably was not in the right mindset to be taking advice but i also didn't know how to say stop giving me advice right now i'm not in the right mindset I'm in my Dodger gear because I don't want to be. I don't, I don't even want to be in public, but there I am. And my, my dad and I are trying to work th- with me through a problem. And it got to the point where I was so worked up. By, by the time we were sitting down, I snapped at him. I snapped at my dad for trying to help me. And my dad, in a huff, he kind of slapped his hands on his lap. And he stood up and he left me in the stadium. And I'm like, wait, 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 where are you going? And he just walked off. And I didn't know where he went. And at first I I, I figured out just stay calm and be on my own. So I sat there for about 15 minutes on my own, watching the players warm up and people skit in their seats. My dad comes back 15 minutes later with two beers in his hand. He gives me one of the beers. And that, that was the last thing I was expecting. And I'll never forget that level of empathy, that level of forgiveness that I didn't deserve. And I, (laughs) I, I, you know, drank the beer and of course alcohol helps things calm down, of course, but, but it was more so like just being floored by this uh, extension of mercy that I've uh, never experienced before. That was one of the few moments where I was like, whoa, what did he just do for me? I don't even understand why I deserve this. I don't deserve this. And it made the day a great day.
1: That what you just said, you don't deserve it. I Those words, I was talking to somebody today about that because a lot of good things are happening right now in my life and in my head, I've had moments where I'm like, I don't deserve that. I don't deserve a lot of things I feel, but we do. And that's another thing that we have to think about is that's um, just another door of saying like, I accept this and you know what? I do deserve it. Like you just have to flip it. Just flip the script. You know, I th- I think w- we have to be very cautious of how we speak to ourselves. We just, we're going to turn into these robots to where we're never going to get to the next level because we don't think that we deserve it or, you know, we're not used to it. We're not, we're not used to it. I feel like I've been on survival mode for so long that I, right now, I'm in the moment of my life where I'm like, uh, girl, you need to snap out of it because you're about to, you know, be a name.
0: Yeah, you know you're giving I mean? yourself that hardcore pep talk.
1: You can't be acting like that. Yo, oh, you want to be on Netflix? You're not going to get on Netflix saying you don't deserve it. Right. So you just got to flip the script on yourself and allow that.
0: It's easy to say, just flip the script, right? But oh yeah, just like science... Mm-hmm. Flipping that script is a chain reaction. And when you just tip one domino, the rest of the dominoes falls. What I'm trying to get at is, what would you say is the first step to make those other things in the process of flipping the script start the process? Does that make sense?
1: Finding a quiet place. And that quiet place could be, you know, if you live with a lot of people or whatever your your the scenario is. Your quiet place could be on the toilet. It could be in the shower. It could be, you know, moments before you go to bed at night. Literally sit with yourself and don't think about anything. Just whatever comes to your mind, deal with it in that moment. Feel it and then work through it. You know, I do a lot of things where I'll journal. I talk to myself a lot. I don't know if if you do that.
0: Oh, I'm just as crazy. Yes, I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I have this thing where uh, I'm not funny. I've never told people this, but where I feel since I was probably oh man, probably since I was in middle school until this day, I very do it. I like to talk to myself in a form of an interview, but this interview is like this invisible entity, and. And so if I had a bad day, like, oh, this girl pissed me off or whatever it is, um, I just think to myself, that's the question that they ask. Why did this girl piss you off? And then I'll just go on a rant, deal with it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good and I feel better. It's kind of like a self-therapy almost, you know?
0: So in other words, you've been preparing for this interview your entire life. like entire (laughs)
1: life! (laughs) basically it is so funny but do you get me no i totally
0: get you in fact one of the last guys i interviewed on this podcast he talked about how as an artist you got to be a little crazy at least you know talking to yourself is so great i do want to say one thing kind of going going back to the original question which was you know like what's the first step to like starting that that process of flipping the script for me i mean it was actually reading books like these different self-help books like those are really great out there like um for those who who might be looking for some really great books to like, you know, help with that paradigm shift, the term paradigm shift I keep on referring to is actually specifically from a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Really great book. Um, there's also another really great book when it comes to, uh, you know, giving yourself permission to receive the love that you deserve. There's a book that's actually, it It technically is a business book, but instead of it being a how-to, it's actually written as a narrative uh, uh, fiction story. It's actually written from the perspective of a main character. And it, the book is called The Go-Giver. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. The Go-Giver is this great book about, instead of being a go-getter, like going and grabbing the things that you feel that you deserve, this book's about what happens when you go out of your way to help people in very unnecessary ways. And how that impacts you later on in life. And there's like this one really great metaphor that's in the book where where the mentor figure of the story, he says the main character, he says, well, I, I guess the main character, he's frustrated because he's given so much and he hasn't received anything yet. Like he's he's gone through this process of like getting out of his comfort zone and and giving to the point where it's excessive, to the point where he's made himself poor because of it. Oh my gosh, yeah, and then what happens is the men he 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 asks the mentor in a really you know just defeated way, like, How is this ever going to help me? I feel like I've been tricked. And the mentor says, I want you to go ahead and try something, I want you to, I want you to try breathing by only exhaling. Huh. So that's half the process. Yeah. He wants him to only live his life using only half the process. Interesting. And then it ends up being that he realizes, oh, he has to be willing to accept himself too. And that ends up being the last rule of the book. There's like these four different rules in the book. And the last rule in the story is allow yourself to receive. When someone gives you a compliment and when someone invites you, when someone opens a door for you, any simple gesture anything actually more complex where maybe someone gives you a tip. Like let's say you're working in service or let's say uh, someone you know shoots you a referral for work. These are all different favors that you should be willing and gracious to accept. So that, that way you can use that to fuel yourself, to exhale again, to give again, you know? So the go gear is just such a beautiful and a motivational book that's so, that just, it's, that's a paradigm shift in itself that just changed so many things in my personal life and how I live.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. I I totally can relate to that. I was giving to a lot of unnecessary people, unnecessary things. I was giving my energy to negativity so much that I just, it was like watering a flower, but not my own. So everybody else was benefiting, but except me. So until you can take a step back and be like, okay, I love you guys, or I'm trying to give, but you have to give yourself that too and i i totally wasn't so wow
0: yeah no No, it's it it's so true Mm -hmm. let's let's shift this to talking even more about you this album is incredibly personal there's so many beautiful songs and guys once again shine is on spotify it's on apple music it's on i think google play and uh all your favorite platforms for listening to music including youtube by the way so anyone literally anyone and everyone should be listening to shine right now it's a great album i would love to learn more about selena yourself um where are you from
1: i'm from dallas texas
0: okay got yeah. you is that Did you come from a rather rather big family or what, what, what was life like in growing up in dallas
1: I have a huge family.
0: Huge. (laughs)
1: I do. I have a really big family. Uh, I have, I mean, there's a lot of cousins that I haven't met, a lot of uncles and aunts that I still haven't met, which maybe one day I'll get to and maybe not. Just they'll probably see me on TV one day and be like,
0: oh, "Uh, yeah. And they're going to tell all their friends at school. That's my sister's. uh, That's my sister's aunt's second removed cousin. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah. I love her. We're like best friends. Yeah. That's what they're going to say to their friends.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm from Dallas. Uh, I'm not like from the country country where I'm with the cowboy hat. and But I do say y'all a lot. I know a lot of people out here like, you're from Texas, aren't you? And I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, because you say y'all. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I do. I should come out. Look, look, my water bottle says y'all. Look at that. Oh,
0: that's I perfect. And it that. has Texas right there. That's beautiful. <laughs> do you have a favorite thing about Texas itself?
1: The food. The food. I, I Yes, no disrespect to Los Angeles because this is my home now. But I really love the food in Texas. I think it's way better. Um, sorry, my Angelinos, but Texas barbecue. Come on,
0: I'm from Los Angeles. I've visited Austin, Texas, and that was some of the best goddamn food I've ever had. It's so good. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. The Texas barbecue, nothing like it. (laughs) No judgment here. (laughs) Yeah. When did you first start to explore art as a concept?
1: It has always been in me, but the moment that i feel like i started really exploring it was in middle school because that was the moment when i i got into band um i played the french horn i that's when i started learning how to play guitar my dad bought me a drum set a piano i just had all kinds of instruments in my room and that's when i kind of started my love for music and uh And then when I got to high school is when the whole acting thing came about and I just always knew I wanted to become an actress. And that's when I kind of left the music thing alone and I started getting mostly into acting. That's all I studied for so long. And and then now I'm back to music. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) Right?
0: That's beautiful. So you've been exploring music again, but how long had you not touched music for?
1: I didn't get back into the music. Until a little after college, I kind of got some opportunities with music because of my um, short film that I did, Familia Por Vida, which is Family for Life in English. And um, in the film, I play guitar and I sing. And that wasn't even a thought in my mind to do that in the film, but the director was like, oh, you could do that. Well, let's put that in the script. That film just became you know, just gave me so many opportunities. And at the time when I was doing these little music gigs, I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't what I want to do. Nah, scratch that. You know, people were treating me like such a singer. And I was just like, no, but I'm not. I'm an actress. Remember, guys.
0: What made you, I mean, I guess it was that that film that you did that that made you kind of get back into the music, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that, I'm gonna have to give the credit to Familia por Vida, which is out now on YouTube.
0: I watched it. I I love that film. It was um just this great little short seven minute six to seven minute film, and it's just it's so well put together. I love how it's shot. But Selena, you stole the show. Like it's good. You. It really is good. you have you display your beautiful voice and your talent with the guitar, but you have different levels of acting that a lot of aspiring performers don't reach, it's great. Thank it's you. really, really fantastic.
1: Thank you, I really appreciate it. Thank you for watching it. So everything that I've ever been through in my life has led up to that moment of that film too. Everything that I've been through led to that cry at the end of the film.
0: So it, was, it wasn't It was just a window into your culture, it was a window into what you've been through as well. What was one of the big motivate I mean like, I guess, tell me if I'm wrong, when you're acting they, they tell you to relate that those tears to an actual loss in your real life.
1: Yes, before we shot that scene, the director brought up that event and that's when they, when they said action, it was like game on. Like I already had all those emotions built up inside of me to where I felt like that was my therapy at that moment. The inspiration for that film was my dad, who passed away back in 2007. I'm so sorry. You know, and he's the one who who bought me my first drum set and my first microphone and all these, you know, music like things. Um, So I really I just really felt his presence on the set. And I really the story has a lot to do with that being a big inspiration.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like he really just gave you the tools to kind of start this really pivotal trait of who you are, isn't it? Mm, Yes. Wow. Do Do you ever talk about that in your music at all?
1: I haven't specifically written a song in Shine, this album, about a passing of a loved one, but in my next album coming out, which I am in the process of doing... I am coming out with this one song that I wrote this year called Guardian Angel, and it's about my dad. So you guys will eventually listen to it once my next album comes out.
0: I can't wait. I really cannot wait. And is there a time that we can expect your next album to be released? Yes. (laughs)
1: I'm not going to tell you the date yet, but for sure the beginning of the year, 2021.
0: I'm excited. Listen, by the time this episode releases, we'll be closer and closer to that. So I am real excited for that. (laughs) That's amazing.
1: Thank you. And the next album, I'm talking about deeper issues. I'm still the colorful, bright Selena, but there's going to be some issues that I'm going to talk about in the next album. And I'm sure that people will get a glimpse of uh, a different side of me.
0: I'm just thrilled and I'm excited. That's really amazing. That's fantastic. When you came out to Los Angeles for the first time, did did you go to school or were you right away kind of th- like, did you throw yourself into the industry right away?
1: Yeah, I went, I came here because of school. I went to the New York Film Academy here in Burbank and uh, I graduated with my bachelor's of fine arts. And that's pretty much the reason why I came out here, was film school. And then after that, that's when I started getting into other acting classes. And I was just continuing to study my craft a little bit more after that.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, so that that's what brought you out here and you stayed. Did you ever come back and visit Texas after that?
1: Yes. I probably visit Texas like once or if I'm lucky, twice a year. I try to visit as much as I can. Now that I have a life here and, you know, I have more going on, I can't just drop everything and go. Sometimes my family, they do come out.
0: When was Shine released in relation to COVID?
1: It released March, literally um March 13th. The next day, everything shut down.
0: In a weird way, did that help your album or did that hurt your album?
1: I think it hurt me more than it did my album because you know, my, my album, people could listen to it anywhere, but I was such on this motivated, just, I was on a roll at the start of 2020. I mean, I was just like, who is this girl, you know? And then once everything shut down, oh my, it just affected, um, a lot of my projects were put on hold. I was going to go out there and, do a few music videos, go out and perform in public. I mean, there was a lot of other things that I was going to do with my music and also my acting. You know, I had several projects there um, that had to be put on hold. So it just really affected me. Um, I went down this crazy hole of depression. I know we talked about that earlier. This year has been kind of tricky for me mentally, but with everything going on, I've literally... Been pushing through and it affected me as well because I also got COVID.
0: And I am so thankful that you're alive to tell us that story, that you're here.
1: Yes, thank you. Wow. But yeah, so that was a huge thing that also just went down and it was one of the most scariest times this year that I had to deal with.
0: I'm so sorry about that. And wow, how do you move past? the losses that you've experienced you said you lost your father probably people that you haven't mentioned on this podcast yet that you will never get to see again
1: yes i've lost more people this year as well um i've lost i just feel like this subject has always been around my life this whole death losing people it's always been a constant thing in my life um and I feel like I deal with it so differently every single time, almost as if I try to bury it. Like I don't want to deal with it most of the time, Um, but I just kind of learned to coexist with it because it's just, you know, that's just the reality. Like we're only here for a pit stop and then we pass one day. I mean, just even thinking about that is like, wow, like we came here to live life and then one day we're not going to be here. But something that makes me something that helps me get through it is just to know that they're here and their presence really helps me and guides me through my everyday. You know, I just got to know that they're here in a different form. They might not be here physically like I want them to. But whenever I'm doing a performance, I always picture them in the front row and I'll be just fine.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. You really feel that your family is with you 100% of the way
1: yeah sometimes this is gonna sound crazy but I really sometimes hear their voice in my head and I'll be asleep and I'll have vivid dreams of them visiting me and telling me things and I don't know I just think it's this creative artist in me that um I'm so in tune with that that makes sense but yeah I truly believe that they're with me and I think that's what helps me.
0: That's just beautiful. And that's something that's really personal to you. And I just want to thank you for opening up and sharing that with me. Thank you. Really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Any way I can share my story. And hopefully if I give any kind of motivational like speeches like I did earlier, if anything helps people, that's all I, I really want to do. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about me, but... It's not about me. It's about everyone. It's about the bigger picture. And I just want to be able to give things to people and give music and give this positivity out into the world. And that's my goal.
0: It's just moving. And I you can definitely hear it in your album and in the next upcoming album due to come at the beginning of next year. I'm just so excited to hear what how, how much more vulnerable you get with your music. And I'm just so excited for that. If someone listening to this podcast right now needed your help or even just, you know, wanted to collaborate with you on a musical level or even hire you as an actor, what is the best way to reach out?
1: Instagram or my email. (laughs) So if you go to Instagram, I'm at Selena Elise, S E L I N A E L I S E. And you can just shoot me a message. I'm here. So if anyone out there is listening to this, you guys need me for anything. I'm here. I'm your girl. I can help you. We can collab. We can vibe. We can do great things.
0: (laughs) All that information will be displayed in the show notes of this episode. And finally, Selena, the question I ask everyone on my podcast. What will you be famous for?
1: I will be famous for becoming this not only an actress singer but this collaborator I want to be famous for the right reasons and to give to the world so whenever I make it you make it and we all make it together so I just bring everybody with me and we all create great magic with good intentions and make this world a better place and not full of negativity that I've been getting since I've gotten here. Because that ain't gonna roll when I become famous, putting my foot down on that.
0: Selena Lise Fraga, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been such an absolute pleasure and just so inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you've listened this far, it must mean you're a thriver. I want to thank you so much for listening. We want to stay connected with you. So please, in order to do that, we need you to follow every single one of our social media platforms. Can you do that? Follow us at MrThriveMedia, one word, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all the same. Also, we want to keep you completely informed as to all the services that we provide. You can do that by going onto our website, www.MrThrive.com. That is M-R-Thrive.com. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.